Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. I'm Beck. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 286 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Oh, Bucket. Bucket. Cast. Cast. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome, bots, logs, friends, and bucketheads. This is episode 27 of Kittenhead, a bucket cast. 27, baby. This is the this is the time where we blow our brains out with a shotgun, right? Yeah, just like yeah. Our, our buddy Curdy Cobes, Kurt on the cob, KC, KC in the Sunshine Band, KC and JoJo. Oh, can I talk yet? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Hey, uh, we're joined today by our uh, a guest, the one, the only, really, the uh, my one and only brother. Professor Beck, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, who are you? Beck, for those who don't know, we know you all too well. Probably, actually, actually too well. <laughs> I, I wish I could know you less. <laughs> but for the people who want to know you more, uh, say a little bit about yourself. Ahoy, dudes. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> shibby, right? <laughs> Sh- shibby. Uh, I think snoochy booties is what they oh, said yeah. in the movie once. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's what we say here too. Yeah. Uh, about myself. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. <laughs> I'm a mother. Sinner. Say it. Wait, what are the others? What will, am not, I will not be afraid. Hopes, I dreams, won't be afraid. That's nothing in between. Uh-huh. Uh, in the end, I'm nothing at all or something like that. Uh, I think it's. I wouldn't have it any other way. We are three it? guys talking about a song that nobody remembers. Uh, this is bad. Edit. <laughs> me and the girls at the nail salon rock that back to back with Apollo Cole and Atlantis Morissette. Damn. I think that was Atlantis Morissette, wasn't it? It probably was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. That's cool. Great stuff. Mm. Love that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Spencer, you yeah. be our our mediator here. <laughs> okay, what are we mediating? Is it Alanis Morissette? Probably. I'm gonna go with probably. I think that that makes the most sense given like how little I care about that song. But you know, oh, yeah. when I think about it, I'm like, that's probably Alanis Jewel set or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> not Jewel, not Jewel. We we knew we listened to a lot of Jewel growing up because uh, right. Alaska, yeah, you know. Alaska, um, and you got, yeah. and you know, she's Alaska, she's yeah. hometown, not hometown. She was from what, fucking Kenai or Kalkitna or, or something. I don't know. Like, if, if you would make a Voltron out of like those musical artists, like of that time, like the Alanis <laughs> Morissette, yes. uh, who else did you mention? The, the Cranberries. Jewel. Can they be in there? <laughs> yes. yes the Voltron. You mean like a Megazord? <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, like a Megazord. Yeah, Isn't yeah. Voltron the same thing? Yeah, right. Is, is it? I'm not, I'm not sure. I never I'm watched sure. Voltron. I'm yeah. not, but okay, like a Megazord. Uh, yeah, that's the language I speak. Um, yeah, it would uh, definitely uh, Beetleborg. If if in the common oh, parlance. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> For the common folk out there, <laughs> in the in the Queen's English. <laughs> 
Oh man, yeah, yeah. Like who would be the the different body parts? I think that like Alanis Morissette's gonna be the head, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's right. fun uh, and she was God, right? Right, right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I feel like um, Paula Cole is the heart. Um, okay. Name three Paula Cole songs. Name one Paula Cole song. Uh, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Oh, where have oh, all I the ca- where, where have all the okay. cowboys gone? Oh, snap! Yeah. Wait, I thought that was Jewel. Nope, that's not Jewel. That's definitely Paula Cole. Okay. Um, we should also mention this is a birthday cast. It's, oh, oh, it is getting birthday. Uh, you know, an aging cast. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> getting aged in older cast. I can can Spencer and I sing the happy birthday song from Red Robin to you. <laughs> I mean, it's a free country, but I prefer you didn't. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I said. That's what he woke up to this morning. I, I got a thumbs down to my my text that was the Red Robin birthday song without any spaces between the words, and uh, then I think he probably went back to sleep. No, you didn't even wake me up or anything. I had already been awake for like two hours and was like drinking coffee in bed and just like doing nothing browsing Reddit, and I just like saw that, and I looked at it, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I, uh, so I got no. very high and made a bunch of uh, uh, happy birthday man war memes, which I texted to Brit in the middle of the night. I was also awake for that. <laughs> yep, oh, it was great. How, how long have you slept? A uh, good, like, six hours. Okay. Cool. Between, like, I think, like, one and, like, when Spencer says the middle of the night, it was, like, mid. Yeah, it was yeah. not that late. I, I was, oh, I it was it. the middle of the night for me. Yeah. In the middle of the night. I was hoping like no one would do sleep. that. No, not. And I don't like that song. And I don't uh, know the lyrics. Well, yeah. Anyways, it's Britt's birthday. We we love to see it. How old are you, Britt? I'm turning, turned, turned, turned. I'm turned. Turned. Yeah, turned up. Turned. Uh, thirty-three. That's a that's eleven times three, bro. The wow. year of our that's lord. That's three eleven. You're right. I know. Oh, you're, they, you, it is this, time for you to come original, my friend. It is the this your is, come original birthday. It's my three eleventh birthday. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. This is when is you, the most... like, you like you're in a, in a what are they called? a chrysalis, uh, a cocoon for years, and this is where yes. you sprout as a butterfly. Yes, yes truly, yeah. Yes. Sugar baby as well. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> What do you guys think about? You remember those shitty candies? Um, they were called like sugar babies or yeah, yeah. sugar duds or whatever. Oh, it, it was like I the, actually like, like those. No, you don't. They are terrible. <laughs> I like all the shittiest candy, and everyone hates me for it. But I'm like, oh, you like juju bees? I, I love juju bees. Oh, and juju fruits. Fuck you. Juju fruits. Juju fruits are a fuck you, man. They fuck up your fucking everything. They're yeah, just too they do. fucking sticky. Yeah, they fuck up your whole day, and like they're stuck in your goddamn teeth. And it's like, but it's like a candy that's like, it makes you remember that you ate candy for like seven hours, and it's like yeah. you you slowly get to eat candy for seven hours because it's slowly peeling away from your teeth, like some fucking forbidden sugar cement. Okay, so straight up. Beck and I have talked about this before, I, and like it is a contentious thing. I like good and plenty. I think it's all right. Okay, you're a real <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I These think are it's both good. Billy Joel candies, like they're nostalgic <laughs> for, for a different time. 
Yeah. Do you do you fucking wash it down with sarsaparilla there, Spencer? <laughs> it's pronounced sarsaparilla, okay? <laughs> sarsaparilla. <laughs> Schwarzaparilla. I got the H one N one sarsaparilla. It you really H one to no one, right? <laughs> Okay, that, that's, that's an episode title. That, that, that is, I was going to say, that's the episode title. H1 to no one. That's stupid. So fucking so stupid. Oh, you bring out the worst in me. I appreciate it. Thanks. Happy birthday, Brady. Happy birthday. Have a happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. I thought you were going to join me in saying this. <laughs> <laughs> where's our, where's our I'm, I'm so oh, glad already. that fell on its face. Thanks. <laughs> Yo, what, what's the most you two have ever slept, like in one oh, time? Oh man, I've I've slept almost a full twenty four hours. I we call that a Jack Bauer. Oh yeah, we do. You're There's right. Not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> do you have that on your soundboard? We got a waterboard this guy. No, I I prefer <laughs> to do that impression myself. Oh okay, that, that, that's a fun one. <laughs> that is understandable. Nice. Well, uh, you got to come original, you know? You do. Yeah. He has today. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. It's your birthday. And how come nobody says congratulations? Like, you lived another year. <laughs> that is a congrats. Sure. So. So. They say happy birthday, but like, oh, here's here's a weird one. When people say, and many returns, I, I don't know what to do with that. Um, be like, like videotapes. <laughs> Be kind, rewind, baby. <laughs> I mean, d- digital versatile discs, perhaps, to the, the, the red box. True. At this point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. When was the last time either of you went to a red box? I've never been to one. I mean. What? You haven't lived. I or, just, you can pirate the, the, the stuff. I don't know, but so my local one has a glory hole. Um, Tight. It's There's not. something wrong with it. <laughs> no it's way. got like a rat living in it. <laughs> but but it's like the 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 Remy of blowjobs and this like rat. It's like the ratatouille of sucking dick. And uh, so I'm not okay with any of this. <laughs> so so it just like pulls your hair and then you jerk yourself off and then. But it's like somebody else was doing it. I don't know. I call it the stranger. <laughs> Tight. Uh, spe- speaking of rat, I uh, socks my delightful feline sidekick. Uh, he he caught a mouse yesterday. Yeah, and um, and uh, I trapped it in a, a Tupperware and I like deposited it outside in a nice patch of grass. And I hope that mouse lives another day. Nice, it, good it was job. Really nice to see him so jazzed for for a mouse. Yeah, he was very jazzed. I like the video you sent me. He was very like ah. Want it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I love watching a cat with a mouse like that. I just didn't want him to kill that mouse. Uh, oh, so so the last time Socks caught a mouse, I was living in a different house, and um, the, the mouse ran away. And I thought it like just all right, cool, mouse is gone. And then I went to Maine for I don't know five days, came back to Boston, and uh. Everything smelled musty, and I thought, like, I did laundry right before I left. It's probably, like, I, I threw wet laundry in my my uh, dresser. 
Uh, but then like the smell didn't go away and <laughs> I washed clothes, didn't go away. So for like a week, I'm like, what is that? And it turned out a mouse had died under my dresser and it was just like mouse stink. It was just like a, a rotting mouse and dead mouse. It, I had to wash everything in my dresser. It was so gross. So there's an, ele- uh, there's an electronic producer that makes music about this. <laughs> uh, what are his songs like? Uh, wow, 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 kind of like that. <laughs> oh, marshmallow! <laughs> Is it marshmallow? I've heard of this guy. <laughs> I, S- Skrillex. Oh yeah, uh, that's oh, yeah, probably yeah, who yeah. he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Skrillex corn album is what he's talking about. Oh yeah, baby. Pa- Path of least resistance. Is that? I'm always thinking about the Skrillex corn album. Hell yeah, dude! It's a good it's a, time, it's a baby. Very, very good bad album. Uh, I, I was at, I was at a bar once in Winnipeg for a wedding, and uh, I. I was flirting with this girl with a unique haircut and I bought her a drink and then I said something like, oh, your haircut looks like Skrillex. And then I went to the bathroom and she, she wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I really like that story. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you, you're, so, you're taking from this that it was your Skrillex comment that... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I think that really shot everything down. I, I don't think she was into that. I don't think it's like in retrospect. I don't know if it's a compliment. No, See, I mean you were you were in Canada. I you should have at that time. Even I think you could have been like that. Looks like an Avril Lavigne haircut. Oh, or or like a Chad Kroger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, bitch, you look like Chad Kroger. <laughs> you want to go in the bathroom with me? Who who are Canada like who would be on Canada's Mount Rushmore of Wayne, musicians? Oh, Wayne Gretzky, even though he's not a musician, <laughs> exactly, he's yeah. still there. No, 100%, still there. 100%. Still there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Getty Lee, obviously. Obviously. Right. Um uh, Neil Pert. Neil Pert and Alex Lifeson. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just Russian Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> well, you said Mount Rushmore. Come on. <laughs> Well, we'd have them at Rush Limbaugh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. There's no yes and at all. No, that's fine. Yeah. Here we are. Uh, y- yes, Ayn Rand. Uh, no. No and. No Rand. No Rand. No, no Rand. Oh man. Here, here's here's a term I'd like to hear come back. Jim uh-huh. Dandy. That's that's Jim Dandy. Mm. You know, uh, here's a, a comic uh, writer I'd like to come back. Jim Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Davis is human garbage. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a he's a fucking trash daddy. So uh, the three of us we're all involved in this uh, this love affair with Heathcliff comics lately. Oh my um, goodness. Are, are we? <laughs> We, I, I spell uh, it like, I, like the like the system though the W I I. Oh we no, are it's the royal no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, it's really something we, else. It, the Heathcliff comics yeah. like are like if we edited, but I actually said this to Brit like early on when we started doing this podcast. I said you should take those Heathcliff comics and edit Buckethead into them and just repost them because that's. The that's the show. That's what we're doing. Is it? <laughs> Basically. I would like to I would like to describe some recent Heathcliff comics because I think this is good podcasting. Please tell us. 
Yeah. So so today's comic, there's a cheese shop. Heathcliff is standing in the, the doorway, and there is a man wearing an apron behind him. There are three mice driving away on cars that are cheese with wheels, mm-hmm. and it's captioned, we're in need of your services. So Heathcliff comic from April 1st. Heathcliff is wearing a top hat that says, indeed, there are three cats walking behind him in their hats. They're not wearing top hats. They're just wearing like baseball caps. And they say, indeed. And the caption says, indeed. It, I, I don't understand it at hashtag, all. It, it doesn't make sense. Hashtag art, baby. <laughs> right there. It's, it's art. Indeed. Indeed. Can we just spend the rest of this podcast with me <laughs> describing Heathcliff comics? I mean, sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but the, also no. The one from March 31st. He is driving a truck that says ham. Uh, and he's wearing a helmet that says ham. And there's music notes. There's two people on a park bench. One says, I can't get that music out of my head. It would be cooler if the other person just said ham. Yeah, it's, it's that bad. <laughs> it's that... Is that uh, that Bam Margera band, Ham? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that a, that's got to be a meme, right? Oh, yeah. I made that meme, yeah. Oh, nice. I, I texted Spencer last night. We were talking about the Joker, of course. Yes. Yeah. We uh-huh. talk about the Joker. I, like, we always talk about the Joker. When aren't we talking <laughs> about the Joker? Which is weird. Uh, and and I said like, there's got to be a, a meme of like Ronald McDonald's face on the the cover of the Joker movie, mm-hmm. right? And then he sent me like four memes that were yeah. Ronald McDonald as the Joker it's in awesome. different eras, though. So we we had represented. Oh, wow. We had the, uh, you know, we had the Heath Ledger era. Um, we Heath had Cliff Ledger. The the Heathcliff Ledger era. We had. The, is that, I'm sorry, I might have to override the, the episode title for Heathcliff Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good name for a newspaper that is all Heathcliff Comics. <laughs> hey, Britt. Hey, what's up, Spencer? You need to hit us with a bucket fact. You know, I think you're about right. How about it's his birthday? Let him relax. Let me hit you with a bucket fact I got from the Bucketpedia. You actually, you don't actually have a bucket fact, do you? I do. Uh, he uh, based a song off of Michael Jordan. Two or three songs. We've already done that one. We've already done that one. Hey, what about uh, he did a song about um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah, we, we did. We, we, we talked about that. Yeah, too. we talked about that. Yeah, what about LeBron, baby? We we talked. We I I literally we had about like a twenty minute section where I explained all of the positions in basketball to Spencer based on a conversation that sparked from this exact same bucket fact. This like is true. Yeah, episode six or something. I uh, I feel uh, like I thought that was going to be a good. Bucket I feel fact. like Brit, I tried. I feel like Brit um, gave I, me a better understanding of, of basketball that immediately, immediately left my brain. Just evaporated. Uh, evaporated you just, entirely. The, yeah, the next time like, you like saw weed, it was just like, mm-hmm. nope, basketball's gone. Yeah, no, I like, I vaguely remember you saying the word point guard to me. That could have been a different conversation. I'm not sure. Well, I'm pretty sure that's right. Unless like I was just talking about like Michael Jordan in general being like the goat, the goat point guard. Okay. Um, very good. But uh, so, 
Today is going to be a more interactive bucket fact. I love this. Um, oh, is it a game? So, so, so Spencer has been really uh, stoked. He's he's been talking uh, on the podcast, and he's been building a whole lot of pedals lately. Indeed. And so today, I thought I would talk about the effects pedals that Buckethead uses. I'm looking at these and boys right now. He has used a large variety of pedals, uh, and we could go into a lot of them, and it would be a very long conversation. Mm-hmm. So today, I'm just going to go with his uh, most recent live pedal setup yeah. uh, from a tour he did in uh, 2018 and 2019. And uh, Beck is going to uh, not understand any of this. Ha, 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 ha. Can I take this opportunity to pee? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, yeah. We're going to be talking about pedals. Totally. Be right back. Pedal to the metal, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, okay. I can. I already have a lot to say already. Right. So if you want to go ahead and just yeah. talk about I'm, I'm, what I'm his pedal I'm going to go ahead. Is. Yeah. Well, and, it, and we also should talk about the amp that he's using. He's using yes. an, uh, one of the 5153s. Correct. He's using a 5153 through a high-watt cabinet. Mm-hmm. And high-watt cabinets are great. 5153s are, you know, pretty. Good. Those those amps are fucking amazing. They yeah. sound fantastic. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is he's definitely a tone monster. Um but uh we're talking just about pedals today. Okay. Pedal to the metal, baby. I already said that. Uh-huh. So from his guitar, immediately the first thing it goes into is a digit Digitech Whammy four. Uh-huh. Which is interesting that he uses the four because he has been like pictured having fives before, uh-huh. or at least a five, and uh, he you know used them back to the second generation. But the one he's seen with most often is the uh, Digitech Whammy Four. Okay. Um, and a lot of people were theorizing on this, on why he uses the four instead of five, and basically it's a lot easier to glitch out and get weird glitchy sounds with a lot of things on the four where it sounds a lot smoother on the five. Okay. Um, what what are your feelings on a whammy pedal? Have you ever owned a whammy pedal? I did. Yeah, yeah. I owned a whammy pedal for a while. I actually used a whammy pedal um, a little bit here and there um, in some bands that you and I have played in together. Yeah. Um, I remember Chris had one. Re- yeah. So, like, I was using Chris's whammy pedal for a while. Gotcha. Uh, they're really interesting. They're they're super cool pedals. Like yeah. honestly, like th- there's a lot you can do with them, and you make mm-hmm. a lot of really cool sounds. Like they're they're real right. neat. And and so like uh this uh whammy pedal is used a lot for like pitch shifting. Mm-hmm. And so in a lot of uh you know buckethead songs, especially on the pikes, he'll have um you know like bass parts that are played on his guitar, but he just pitch shifts them down with this. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's it's a way to go, you know. If it's you a way to go, yeah. If you don't need a bass that sounds like a hundred percent like a bass, or if you're like doing a whole lot of effects processing with it anyway, and you just kind of need the notes in that range, why not? Why not? Why not? I would agree. Next uh, pedal in the chain is a Line Six FM4 filter modeler. So yeah, I know exactly what he uses that thing for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like that that gives you that really like um a lot of different effects with that guy, but like you can get like that so when he does that that sound that sounds like a notch filter basically, where it's like very like mid 
you know what I'm talking spiked. about? Yeah, yeah when yeah. he's doing like really like, like weird sound and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like the, the weird shit. tapping stuff. It's like it's like really low passed and also has a real like yeah. high spike. Or sometimes on the mid. when he does like funky like stuff on the on the guitar. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense for that. So the next one is the one I'm most excited to talk about. Okay, okay. So the next one uh, is the the famous uh, Boss White Fuzz pedal, the FZ2 Hyper Fuzz. And this is a sick pedal. This is a very sick pedal. It's an pedal. interesting pedal, and yeah. It's an interesting pedal that is very, that's kind of unique. And like, I, I, I'm surprised to hear that this is the pedal that he used, but but I'm also like, that, that makes a lot of sense. There were several guitarists online like saying, I'm surprised most at the fz2 yeah that's the one that surprises me the most that's the most unique pedal on this on this board here Mm -hmm. and like that's a that's a cool pedal it sounds really cool it's like so it's um i believe i could be wrong about this but i believe that it is based on a uh um uh sorry a super fuzz univox super fuzz but without the um the like octave fuzz effect i i think i think it has a knob that you can dial in the octave fuzz effect Fact, I could I could be totally wrong about it. It's been a long time since I heard about it. I just know that it's a unique fuzz pedal, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. it sounds cool. I've heard it before. Great. Next, we have um, what is responsible for a lot of Buckethead's envelopes and pretty much entirely his bass tone uh, is the Digitech X Series bass synth wah. Um, okay. Super interesting pedal. I think from like the early two thousands. I was always thinking of one, buying like that whole Digitech line, but I never bought a single one of them, just because I never ended up using many effects. Um, but it's a it's it's sick. It's like it's definitely what gives his slap tone that like very enveloped, bouncy feel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. And then uh, then after that, we have uh, the last pedal in the chain. The Vox V847A Wah, which I'm not that familiar with, to be honest. Yeah, really, me either. Just another uh, Wah pedal. So here's the well, thing: all Wah pedal designs are relatively similar. Right. The only stuff that changes is like they'll they'll change some of the components out to give it like a different like EQ. Yeah, and like and kind, of kind of a different of, curvature and, yeah. a, and a different curvature and, to the and, actual. And like, also, yeah. there are okay. ones that are like um, uh, activate and then non-activate. Like I, I prefer like Morley's. Because they are always, you don't have to like hit a button to get it to start. It's yeah. it's in a position, and then as soon as you like hit a volume thing, it just starts leveling. Whereas like with a a, a Dunlop, like a Crybaby pedal, um, you actually like have to engage it in order to start using. It. I believe that this is one of those type of was. Okay, I'm I'm not a huge fan of that, but I can see the utility in it if like, you know, you don't always want to use a was. Or you want to start from a different position. I mean, honestly, so I've used both types of wah, and like, yeah, mm-hmm. the Morley style is is like smoother. Mm-hmm. It's de- it's it's better, but I've also used the Crybabies, and it's it's fine. Yeah, like it it is totally fine. It's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, and uh, then he has it all plugged into a Furman power conditioner, as one does. Yeah, but he, uh, no pedal board. Or yeah, anything. that that is bothersome to me. I would assume oh. that he would have been like better structured than that. You'd figure, yeah, he would. And have he a has pedal like board. individual power adapters for each of these fucking pedals. He doesn't just have like a pedal power. Yeah, just thing. A, like a, a, a nine spot or whatever. Like, or just like yeah, any kind of like pedal power conditioner, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's 
he should get a pedal board. Buckethead, if you're listening to this, dude, just get a pedal board. I'll make yeah. you one, man. Like, dude, hit me up. Yeah, dude. Like, it's not hard. Hell yeah. Bucket facts. Hey, Beck, welcome back. Hey, dudes. I mean, you've been here the whole time. It's just you have nothing to say about guitar pedals. So. No, no, I have nothing interesting to add to that. I was thinking, like, when you guys were talking about wah, there has to be, like, like you know how Wario goes, wah, on, uh-huh. on Mario Kart. That has to have been a joke made a million times. Yeah. Anyways, hey, we listened to three Buckethead albums. Pike's 79, 80, and 81. Geppetto's Trunk. Cut out animatronic and carnival of cartilage, respectively. That is true. So, uh, brother, uh, before we dive into this, why don't you tell us about your exposure to Buckethead prior to being, I mean, you inviting yourself onto this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I, I think it was a formal invite from, from my friend's brother and. S man, actually, but um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, um, I my exposure was only through you two talking about Buckethead. You're uh, listening to your Buckethead podcast one and a half times, and um, <laughs> uh, oh, hang on, um, oh yeah, I knew that he played for Guns and Roses for a hot minute. That's okay. about it. All right, okay. yeah, that's, that's about right. That's, nope. uh, that's... I, I know you... of him as an enigmatic, enig- enigmatic man. Uh-huh. How did I what? How did you know he played for Guns N' Roses? Um, because I remember seeing, I don't know. I, I used to subscribe to Rolling Stone magazine years okay. ago. That might have been right. it. Okay. Um, I also care about pop culture, and he showed up. He he was a thing for a minute when he was playing for Guns N' Roses. Okay. All right. I, I don't care about Guns N' Roses, except for November Rain. That is a <laughs> hot song. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You ever lay pipe to that song? Um, I'm I'm not in a labor union, so I, I can't. <laughs> um... Um, yeah, actually, I can answer that for you. Uh, when brother comes, he calls it his November rain. So <laughs> it's hard to hold a candle in it. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and nothing lasts forever, <laughs> especially come. I I want to like get married and die and have the funeral from November rain in my life. I think like, nice. Oh, sorry. The music video. <laughs> yeah. 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 About the music video. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh yeah. That, I mean, what a dope music video. So We're all fans. How, how about this? Yeah. How about that exact same music video? Except when he like dives into the water and swims with the dolphin instead of water, it's, it's come. No, I refuse to entertain this, uh, this line of questioning. <laughs> That was probably the original pitch. Yeah. But they were like, no, we we can't do that. That's not okay. Axl Rose just like does a line like the fucking length of the fucking limousine. And he's like, uh, but what if I fucking get like baptized and come with a dolphin? Do you guys think he's he like still does a lot of cocaine? Probably not. Probably not nearly as much, but he, I mean, I'm sure he still does some drugs. He probably yeah, smokes like weed. A, I, oh, yeah, definitely. He definitely smokes weed. Yeah, for sure. Like, any grown man who, like, just wears, like, jerseys and shorts all the time and is rich smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. Would you guys wear jerseys and shorts all the time if given the option? I mean, they're comfortable. It's just, like, I don't support, like, any 
sports organizations. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about sports. Yeah, how come they have basketball jerseys, but they don't have like like they don't just have like jersey jerseys for, yeah. for like non sparto store. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they do have. Can I have mean, a football jersey? No. What about a, jersey? Yeah, what about a video game jersey? Yeah, right. right? I've seen a couple for like <laughs> bands and stuff, but not not really. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should start making like jerseys. Oh, like a buckethead jersey. Yeah. That, oh, that, that would be your yeah, merch. Yeah, we could actually, that could be sick. I, actually, yeah. yeah, like, especially if it, like, kind of looked like the like the, the Michael Jackson jersey that he wears. Yeah, yeah, but it's got buckethead on it. Yeah, yeah that'd actually probably be real popular. Be Do you mean Michael Jordan? Michael Jackson. The basketball player, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good save. He, he, was, he, was, Good save. he was part of that... Uh, that classic, like, uh, defense team, the Jackson Five. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somehow they got five dudes named Jackson, like, in the five positions of basketball. Now, S-Man, have you, like, you didn't know much about basketball. Have Still either don't. of you ever played any basketball video games? Uh, I feel like yes. video games are a great so, way to learn sports. Yeah, oh, totally, totally. So I, I played, like, um, like, uh... NFL or sorry NBA Street. Yeah, I was like, just gonna say NBA so, Street was great. So NBA Loved Street it. Volume Two is like one of my favorite games of all time. So like, good, I love that so game. Good. But th- that's not real basketball, right? Like their rules are different. Like the the way it works is different. There's less people on the field. Field, Fair. I don't know. Court. Court. Field. Uh, we'll call it field. We're not sportos. <laughs> court guitars. Oh right, yeah, yeah, and amplifiers. Yes, true. Yeah, court. Indeed. Mm-hmm. For when you have less money than it requires to buy a crate, you buy a court. True. We <laughs> listened to Pike 79, <laughs> Geppetto's <laughs> Trunk, released on September 14th, 2014. Oh, man. My first note, very first note, someone should be scatting over this. This is a new metal ass album. Th- that's and- so- Oh, it's so new metal. I was <laughs> so, No, yeah. So my very first note is okay, first off, this is new metal, <laughs> and it fucking slaps hard. It sounds like if Corn got like really experimental. I felt. Yeah, it's like okay. uh, the whole. Pretty much the whole album is like somewhere in between like new metal, funk rock, and kind of like you know whatever Primus does. <laughs> um, what do you call that? Is that prog? It, it's it's Primus. <laughs> is that prog? It's That's Primus. Great. You know you know what I call it? Almost music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now that's what I call almost. <laughs> Sixty nine. That, that should be every. They should retitle every Primus album that. <laughs> or like a retrospective. <laughs> yeah. Now that's what I call almost music. A Primus retrospective. The Primus. Uh, one couple things I really liked about this album. Um, he does this cool move where the guitar kind of sounds like it's taking place in the vocals. That was new for me. I, mm-hmm. You might do that every album. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but like parts of the song sound like they could be like segues for a show like uh, like Forensic Files where it's like ding, 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 dong. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, he, he definitely has like a lot of different like musical passages in this, even though it's generally kind of the same theme and it's like big, bassy, thuddy, funky, like new metalish rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 it. Even though it's all kind of that, it actually goes quite a few places, uh, which is cool. Especially like a, a track two. Um, yellow brick mold. 
yeah, yellow brick mold. It had like a really cool slow passage with a bunch of delay and like a oh, big yeah, build up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I just wrote that the song could be longer and I wouldn't hate that. Damn, it it it, it like sounds like taking a walk. That yeah. that's what it evokes for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah, there's lots of like chuggy chuggy heavy riffs, which are cool. Mm-hmm. And then we got some slappy, funky stuff, some weird stuff. Yeah. Which is good. And I like that this one's a little bit darker than the next record that we mm-hmm. listened to, which is like this kind of thing, but done a little bit less less with the metal. Um, but I yeah. liked the metal in this one because it sounded very new metal. And, you know, you yeah, love to, I mean, to hear that. Th- th- this and the next album kind of had a very similar feel, I'd agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was definitely a lot more like guitar driven, whereas the next album, much more bass driven, I feel. Mm hmm. Um, Agree. This one, I, uh, do we go through favorite tracks or anything? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. If, if whatever. Oh, if like? one. Favorite track, Solar Sled. That was uh, how good. cool is the name? And it goes cool. from like, whoa, whoa, hard to like, like, uh, like a stairway to heaven type of rip, and then back to like, whoa, 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 wah. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, and there was like a he he came into a like clean part at some point, but it was like very heavily effects laden and sounded like bit crushed or like really distorted. And then like after that, like I thought it was going to go straight into a heavier part, but it just took that part and made it softer. And then like, and it just sounded really good. Like solar sled was a banger of a track. It was good. Um, it was good. I liked the it. one, the one right after that, uh, land lakes, land lakes. the margarine track. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I would say, um, it was, it was ball, bald metal. It was very oh, bald metal. Yeah, it was bald it was metal. Very, what, is, what is bald metal? Very chuggy, like dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so so bald metal like is is what we call like it's like a variant, like an offshoot of kind of like thrash and death metal, but it's played by like dads or like dudes that are in their like late thirties, forties, that kind of vibe. And they're usually bald or balding. Yeah. And there's a lot of like chugging riffs. Like, like I'll and, put it. I'll put a bald metal is played by guys who have spent more on the writing mowers than their guitar setup. <laughs> or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that kind of thing. Or like they, they just like dudes that have like, oh man, I don't even know how to describe them. Like oh, dudes shit. that, uh, oh shit. Oh, your headphones broke. Did you even touch them? I, I just saw them like yeah, fall off. Classic just like shattered. Thankfully, they always make these. Oh, wait, no. Is it fixable? I'm going to switch out my headphones real quick. In the meantime, I'll come up with another Heathcliff to uh, <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Getting Heath a, cl- a cliff cast. <laughs> That's what we're doing now. Uh, we're so... At. I'll, I'll vamp in the meantime. So um, Heathcliff, uh, from March 8th, there is a, a large portrait of Heathcliff on the wall. And there's these uh, two elderly gentlemen looking at it. And the caption says, I was in favor of the wallet size. Okay. Um, what's your favorite size? Like fun size, king size, actual size? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of options there. What do you think? 
We're talking candy bars or beds? We're talking, <laughs> what are we we're, talking? We're talking life. Size bed is not we're, fun. We're, we're talking life, my friend. We're talking like oh. reality. The board game life? Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, what's my favorite size? Um, one size fits all. Mm. That's an excellent choice, yeah. You know, you know what my favorite size is? Is a gotta have it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that from? Gotta... Cold Stone. Uh, yeah, my, my oh, favorite size is uh, like it. <laughs> uh, the, the big, the, the large size at Cold Stone, too large. Too large, but, yeah. But it's not the large size. It's when you... Oh, sorry. It's, got, it's gotta love it? Got to have it. Yeah, gotta have it. You don't like oh. it. You don't love it. You gotta have it. That's... Gotta. You know, gotta. Can, can we talk about how Cold Stone... Like it should be considered unethical practices how they make their people sing anytime they get a tip. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. They I have guess. to sing that dumb like Adam's Family song. It it sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not Adam's and Eve. We all know how the Adam's Family started, and that just makes it gross. That's true. Do you <laughs> think that's Do you think that's canon? <laughs> <laughs> It started, it, yeah. It was just a fart, you know. Yeah, in the in the Adams family uh, cinematic universe, is it all started by like like a Thanos snap? But it's literally just fucking uh, Fester like shitting his pants. Cool. Um, <laughs> this, this is all. I don't even know how to yes and this. <laughs> trash. Um. So trash, rot. Geppetto's trunk. Yeah. No, this uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not done talking about Geppetto's Trunk. Uh, last two songs sound the same. Uh, <laughs> they're both good, like, stomping in the woods music, but the last track is so, like, it, it sounds just like the track before, but it's like, um, remember at camp when you would you'd hear a song and they'd be like, second verse, same as the first, a little bit louder, a little bit worse? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it's louder that's and worse, you think? Yeah, okay. a little bit louder, a little bit worse. I really like Eyes Blink, uh, track six, the the penultimate song, or no? Yeah. Penultimate, yeah. Um, so it uh, it had like a bunch of like parts where it was like a very like uh, low pass guitar, and then a really high pass guitar like responding to it, almost as though like the guitars were having a conversation, which I thought was a pretty 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 cool thing but it was obvious a lot of it he was just playing it all in one track which uh i thought was really fun and uh something we haven't heard a lot of on here nice yeah yeah it's pretty good um yeah i like this one a lot i thought it was fun i think it could be good elevator music for like you know a casino interesting (laughs) (laughs) Uh, have you been to casinos before uh uh-huh i have spencer we should go to like a casino around here. Yeah, let's After do we're it. both vaxxed, let's yeah. go to fucking like Muckle Teal or some shit. Yeah, dude, let's do it. Let's go to an Indian casino. I'm into it. Uh, it's a Native American casino. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's get on board. <laughs> Damn it. First People's Casino. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I've been to Muckle Teal. It was, uh, it just smelled like smoke. It was, yeah. Not for me. So I've been to, <laughs> I've been to a couple. I've been to a couple uh, casinos here in Washington State. Um, they, my experience <laughs> with both of them was that 
it smelled like smoke and I wasted twenty dollars. Yeah. It wasn't great. I don't know. That's kinda how I feel about casinos in general. It's just it's I am fine. not into gambling. Like I don't like it. I'm not yeah, here yeah, for yeah. it. Because no. it's like why? Like why like, bother? I, I can waste my own my my own damn money on myself. Yeah, right. It's Easy. like I don't need to like spend money for the like thrill of maybe winning winning money, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't like putting things up to chance. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, uh, you're listening to uh, the Gambler Kenny Rogers cast. Uh, <laughs> how do you how do you feel about Kenny Rogers? Uh, the roasters are the man. It's the same thing. <laughs> you cannot separate the two. Yeah, Kenny Rogers is his chicken. The alpha and the omega. The 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 chicken and. Enter, maybe that's what Enter the Chicken is about. You ever think it's a about concept it? album about what, Kenny what, Rogers? You know what? I, I'd like to see Buckethead take a turn and start wearing a. Uh, I don't think they do buckets at Kenny uh, Rogers Roasters. I think they do like um, like bandies. They no, they do like boxes. I, I'd like to see a box head with a Kenny Rogers Roasters. That's heavy. Yeah, that'd be cool. Box head. It sounds like a an ethnic slur. <laughs> it sounds like it, but I don't think it is, unless it's maybe against like German people because they have very boxy heads. I don't know what it would be, but I I don't care for it. I, I'm on record saying I don't care for it, and I'm on record being racist towards Germans. Those boxy head people. That's all I got. That's the only <laughs> insult I got about Germans. Other than that, they're pretty great. But their heads are, you know, boxy. I like me a Pilsner. I don't know. That's a German thing, right? I think that's Czech or something. Uh, hey, know. what about... Um, what's German food? Sausage? That's yeah. all that pretzels. pretzels. Sauerkraut. We love a soft pretzel. God, we love better a soft than a good pretzel. soft pretzel. Nothing. Yeah. Can't beat that. With a, with a good stirred? Hell yeah. You know what they say? Soft pretzel, hard dick. Yeah, they do. Nobody, nobody says that. Uh, I don't know where you've been hanging out, Beck, but I hear that all the time. Straight up. Wouldn't it be funny to like, like, just be like naked and surprise your lover with like a heart, like a a soft pretzel around you? Around you? This sounds like rape to me. Like, no, no, like around around your dick. Oh, what what if you like? What if you tied your partner up with a pretzel, a soft pretzel? Cut all this, please. Cut all this. I'm actually asking you to cut this. I hate this. So let's talk more about pretzel shibari because I'm into this idea. I'm into pretzel shibari too. Like, what if you did it like, you know, right when they come out of the oven so they're warm, mm, right? Like an Auntie Anne's. Yeah, Auntie Anne's style. You know, and then then it's like incest too. So. I love oh. Auntie Anne's. I, was gonna, is there, I thought is there you were going to say I love Auntie incest. Anne's. They make some pretty good pretzels. What about Wetzel's? Wetzel's is great. Big fan of Wetzel's. I've never tried a Wet- Wetzel's pretzel. They're the same, dude. No, Wetzel's, Wetzel's is a little like firmer on the outside, I feel. Oh, yeah? No. Well, and I know a thing or two about firm on the outside. <laughs> so, um, I thought uh, Pike 79 would be a great soundtrack for a ride about uh, the robot apocalypse. Pike 80. Uh, 79, it was Geppetto's trunk, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pike 80, cut out animatronic, released on September 17th, just three days after the last Pike, 2014. 
this is one of those pikes that whose song titles are just um, the name of the album cut up into different words. So mm-hmm. it's got five tracks: yeah. "Cut Out" and "Emma Tronic." Um, what what do you fellas think? We got a lot of funk I, here. Definitely funky. I thought it was funky. It's got pep in its step. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. And do you think Buckethead actually writes out the sheet music for this in advance? No, no. he doesn't write You're sheet like, music. Like, no. no, this is definitely not a classical venture. No, this he just is starts like playing some shredded wheat and wham, it's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about what you just said there for a second. Shredded wheat. Tell me more. Yeah, he's shredding. He's shredded wheat. <laughs> I I love when non-musicians use musician terms. Like whenever anyone says something about jamming, I know immediately if they're a musician or not. Cuz like every oh, non-musician ow. sounds so fucking awkward about it like <laughs> Yeah, you want to no, no, When I said shredded wheat, it sounded cool. You want to you want to jam sometime or something, bro? Like and you're like you don't play music. No, I don't. Do you guys, I'm just kidding with you. Do you guys like jam out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm like, you have literally never touched an instrument, have you? Like, you have never been in the purgatory that is Guitar Center. Ah, I mean, no, I, I have many, many times waiting you, you on have, uh, like you. And oh, yeah. So, and, and so it's a true purgatory for you. Yeah. It, 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 it couldn't be more boring. That <laughs> and like uh, the mammoth music in Alaska. I've spent so much time there and I hated every second. <laughs> you did. Uh, that's that's too bad. Hate to see it. Um, so does Buckethead do this a lot with his titles for songs? Because I liked how it's cut out and animatronic. Yeah, yeah, he does that on a lot. Of, there's been at least like half a dozen Pikes at this point where he's done that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's definitely uh, so like six. That's a that's a uh, a rough estimate. This is yeah. probably the fifth or sixth one we've seen where he's done that. Uh huh. Um, I was doing a six of one, half a dozen of the other joke. I don't know what Spencer there. That was some shredded wheat, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. You're right. I I think I understand now. Um, yeah, no, no, it was fun. Like he, it, I liked the previous one a little bit better, but this one is just like like that, but funkier. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, less less chugging metal. Riffs, but there are, they do exist. Like yeah, there are Le- moments. less less guitar, more bass, more bass. certain. Yeah, especially the first two songs are like all bass, basically. Bass, uh, how um, low can you go? Yeah, the second track out uh, is like a long funk odyssey and like an exploration into bass space. Mm-hmm. And I fucking blast off with him. I get on his international bass shuttle. Blast, blast offerson. The yeah, the International Base Station. Uh, I board that Deep Base oh, Nine. Like Hell yeah, Deep Base Nine. We fucking blast <laughs> off into this shit, and uh, yeah. Track two is the musical equivalent of Skipping Rocks. It kind of sounds like Skipping Rocks for half the time. It's musically pleasant. It passes the time, and it takes a lot of technical skill, much like Skipping Rocks. Wow, I've skipped a rock. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> just just one. Yeah, just one. You know, I I um. I skipped a few rocks uh, hiding in a dumpster after I murdered a man. <laughs> what? I, I don't get your joke. Whoa. <laughs> it's, it's a joke from earlier. Whoa. I'm going to cut that out. 
Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> it was good. about a guy who. Uh, uh, but, uh, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm gonna explain it in the exact same way Spencer <laughs> did because it's amazing. It was like, yeah, you know, he Ronnie killed a man, right? Yeah, he uh, he like killed a man, and then uh, hidden a dumpster and smoked crack for three days about it. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who is this? A person you two know? Yes. Okay. Um. Definitely cut that out. I yeah, don't want. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm, want to no. spread Ronnie killed a man. No, that, onto that, the world. It's just a rumor. Uh, it's just a rumor. But uh, anyways, I knew this guy. Uh, Brit, Brit's met him too. I lived with him for a long time. His name's Ronnie Stoner. That is his real name. I've actually okay. told you about this. Guy oh, no, before, you met but... him. You met. You yeah. met Ronnie. I, th- I think you did meet. Yeah, him. you met Ronnie. Where? At at, no, at my my old house in Shoreline, Washington. Uh, oh. You came over like once a long time ago, and there were like some people over. And Ronnie was like a weird guy wearing a onesie that like smelled bad. I don't remember at all. I he, remember he, like you guys and Monty, and that's it. He had okay. like some really big gauges here. On yeah, 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 yeah. And like a big scars down his arms and like yeah, tattoos everywhere. How do you know this guy? He just lived with me, friend of a friend. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyways, he uh was a. When I first met him, he was a he was an ex meth addict. Um, as I knew him, I've known him for a long time now, maybe like ten or eleven years. And like as I knew him, eventually he did return to meth. As you do, as you do, mm-hmm. and got pretty into meth. And then uh, you know, uh, things kind of deteriorated from there. But basically, he's an interesting character. And uh, at one point, he like got in some fight with this dude and like thought that he killed him and then he hid in a dumpster and somebody threw a bag of crack into the dumpster. So <laughs> he sm- throws away crack. I know. I don't know, but so he hid in the dumpster for three days smoking the crack that somebody oh, threw I, in. I thought I was gonna really like crack, but I don't. <laughs> I should just throw yeah, it away. <laughs> it's like, like somebody I, just, I already just bought this whole eight ball. What the fuck? Do you think that ever happens where somebody just is like, nah, and throws away all their crack? Wait, <laughs> crack is whack, shit. <laughs> totally. Like, I saw a dude taking a hit from a pipe earlier when I was driving, and, like, it looked like a crack pipe. It might have not been, because I only saw, like, the stem of it, but the stem of it looked like, you know, they're pretty obvious. Like, a crack pipe is pretty obvious. Like, yeah, it looked like a crack pipe. I don't know. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I bought an extension for my um for my uh dab rig here and I thought it was just like some really cool new type of atomizer and I kept on looking online after I got it home and uh what I figured out is I think it's just a crack pipe. Nice. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> So is is it actually useful for your dab rig? Kind of. I mean, I can put like hash in there and like kind of vaporize that, and that's okay. But it's it's I don't know. It's kind of useless ish, except for crack. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's lots of utility if I smoked crack, but or meth. I don't even know where to get crack. I mean, I mean, I'm sure square maybe. I'm sure I do <laughs> know where. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Going out gotta, in the dumpster. Well, I gotta kill the man first. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a side quest. <laughs> like you gotta do the actions before you get the rewards. It's uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a, the the classic hero's quest. Yeah, the hero's journey. Yeah, you have to reject, you know, the invitation to get the crack and a kill the man. <laughs> is that's your struggle? That's your character's journey, right? And then. Your oceanic feeling, your ending is, you know, the dumpster and the crack. I think this was a uh, a um, dark brotherhood quest on Oblivion. <laughs> Definitely. Um, now you're talking to Elder Scrolls. Or you were talking Oblivion. I, I think you meant Elder Scrolls Five Oblivion. That's sorry. That's Elder Scrolls Four. Four Oblivion. You fucking idiot. You fucking goddamn. <laughs> There are four Elder Scrolls. <laughs> there, you fucking there are dorks five, okay. jumped all over it as soon as I said it. That, that was a I Star Trek it. joke, Spencer. I get it. I know. I've watched the Generations, the original Star Trek and Generations, and and the film. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Pike eighty cut out animatronic. It is a funk album. With some heavy guitars here and there, and it's okay. It's funk metal. I'd say it's pretty great. It's not nearly as new metal as the last album. It's a lot more funk, but still kind of the same type of feel in general. I'm on record as being a fan of new metal. I am also a fan of new metal, mostly in an ironic way, but also probably not. That's how I would put it as well. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I liked this album. I thought it was very listenable. It it uh, I liked how short his albums are. Yeah, but yeah. also uh, if like track four, I'm a, if if I was gonna make a MIDI track for like a posthumous sequel to a Michael Jackson Moonwalker video game, that would be the basis for it. That's wow. fair. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a that was a pretty short track. It was it was funky, fast, had some cool like tippy tap percussion with the funky bass. Oh, you guys, have either of you ever thought about getting into tap dance? Like, that was something I thought about when I was a kid, and oh, I thought nice. it would be cool to learn to tap dance, wouldn't I, it? I think yeah. you should do that, though. Yeah, but uh, you grew up in the um, what I consider the, the Michael Flatley era, where, like, that mm. type of dancing was, Lord like... Lord of the dance. Yeah, the, it was, like, sexy, and there was, like, sex appeal to it. It's, like, the, the same era where, like, ponytails had some kind of sex appeal, which hasn't happened before or since <laughs> and uh, will it happen again yeah probably maybe Pro- hopefully not um i mean uh, top knots are a thing they're a vibe right now uh my little ponytail mm. friendship is magic mm-hmm. uh, genuine's right. pony yeah uh write it let's do it my yeah. pony, oh baby. Hey, uh, so I have a question about Buckethead. Is he supposed to be funny? Is he supposed to be creepy? Is he supposed to be interesting? Like, what? What is his whole aesthetic supposed to convey? I he, don't understand. He's it. supposed to make you feel however you want to feel when you yeah. see Buckethead. Buckethead is, I mean, in in it's an interesting thing because he wears a blank mask, um, you know, to hide himself. In in as much, it's kind of symbolism of he is a a blank slate and you can paint whatever you want on there especially with as prolific as his music is and all he's put out like there's something for almost everybody in buckethead's discography i feel and in as much you can enjoy buckethead on your own terms pretty much no matter who you are buckethead is universal buckethead is love buckethead is life buckethead is shrek Okay. All right. Somebody once told me that. Hell yeah. 
I saw that on a Snapple cap. Oh, yeah. That was a fun fact on a Snapple cap. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. You remember when, like, the soda companies would do, like, contests and stuff, but they would just print the thing on the underside of the cap, and you could just take the bottles and, like, turn them and, like, look and see if they were winners or not, and then just buy no. the winners? I never did. I did, did not know you could do that. Yeah. yeah unless like, they were, like, in a vending machine. I used to do that as a kid. And, so, like, I would always, like, buy the ones that were, like, you get a free one, so then I would buy it, and then i keep the cap, and then i get a free one later. That's cool. I, one every time. I, I remember back in middle school, I would buy, like, a Powerade almost every day from the vending machine there. Childhood obesity in America. And so, bringing back, a, bringing back a whole lot of memories I'm sorry. here, Spencer. I'm sorry, it's just like that's that's the first thing that I thought of. I was like, why could you buy a giant Powerade at the vending machine at school? Like, what is happening, school? So, um, <laughs> yeah, now it's a salad. These, these libs <laughs> are ruining America. Yeah, now it's a, a smoothie and a salad vending machine. <laughs> It's just a it's just a salad vending machine that just shoots out lettuce and carrots at you. <laughs> no crudo. It's, it's not even green juice. It's a deconstructed yeah. green juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want a cold press, press it yourself, bitch. Um so I, I get a Powerade every day and I remember they they had this uh like this contest going that was like the first prize or grand prize. So, so it was a three-tier thing. There was a grand prize, which was like a meet and greet with some like famous athlete or some shit like that. Probably three eleven, the band three eleven. Probably. Let's assume that it's yeah. very Powerade band. They're, they're they're my favorite athletic group. Yeah, uh, Powerade five thousand is my favorite Powerade. <laughs> <group>. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually that's, a really good name for the episode. Yeah, I might. I'm, I'm gonna put that in the running. Um, so, uh, so I'd get a, a big Powerade and, um, like the set, first prize was to like 50 people and that was like, uh, a, like a pair of shoes or something like that. And then there was like a, a second prize that was like to 500 people and, uh, it was like, uh, you know, uh, a special like online prize or something like that. So I, I got the second prize. After buying so many fucking Powerades. And uh, I went home and, like, I thought it was going to be, like, something cool, like, you know, a gift card or something online. And I, I typed it in because this was, like, early internet. And uh, it was um, a um, a digital file of Powerade backgrounds and one screensaver <laughs> for my computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. How long did you have those up for? What was the screensaver? It was it was just like different Powerade logos and like people like like doing like rowing. What do you call that? Team, the something. I think it's crew, 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 crew. Okay, crew. Yeah. They call it erging. Is like the the verb. Who I really don't like that. <laughs> I hate it. That I hate it so like, much. Just call like it rowing. A, that sounds like a weird sex thing. That sounds like a Heathcliff comic punchline uh my my i had an ex-girlfriend who got into rowing late in our relationship and she would always call it erging and um it bothered me i just don't do, like the do name that, of it do that, just, just call it rowing do that irk you 
Oh, I like that joke a lot. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. I thought uh, cut out animatronic would have been a um a good dark ride, much like uh, Space Mountain. This just funk Odyssey. It could be uh, a soundtrack, or it could, sorry, it could be a special album that is the soundtrack to a screensaver pack that you could potentially win at Bucketheadland. Man, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I didn't drink Powerade for years after that. I felt so goddamn burned. Like, okay, so could you not have access to this pack if you didn't get it in a cap? You know... Like, yeah, you, you could probably find this, like, like discarded somewhere that, now, that's right? Exactly like, this is internet I'm, trash. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and so maybe it was, like, super exclusive for, like, three months in like 2001 but like it who who even wants powerade backgrounds and screens who's into powerade that much uh, like they're not even a lifestyle brand like fucking monster they're just like the cheaper gatorade like <laughs> so here's a question do you remember when we were kids you won a shopping spree to frederick meyer i do recall that and I think like I think it was like a thousand dollars you want, and Monster let us spend like a hundred dollars or something, something like that. And like I, a shopping spree doesn't. I don't ever hear of them anymore. Do the do they exist? I mean, I think that's like a gift card now. But like, yeah, yeah. No one's yeah. ever giving out like big rewards like that anymore, though. Like. Because they realize they can, you know, get people to do shit for fucking pennies. Um, and especially if, like, you know, they give away, like, $500 prizes versus, like, one $500 shopping spree. That's, like, you know, potentially, you know, five people that might put it on social media versus one. You know, there's... True. The social media mm-hmm. input is the currency here for them. Yeah. Cause, yeah, exactly. Because, you know... It's advertising. It's marketing. Um, they're taking a loss in order to make a gain. Hearts like, and uh, minds, baby. A Chris Gaines. Oh, Chris Gaines. Oh, have you two thought about doing like a Chris Gaines cast? No. Categorically, okay. no. <laughs> what are the categories? That's, that's, a, that's a sore. <laughs> yes and no. Sore, sore subject. Don't ask. That was the original conception of, of the bucket cast. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about this, all right? Mm-hmm. No, we don't. But we do talk about Pike 81. Carnival of Cartilage, released Perfect. on September 27th, just 10 days after the previous Pike, 2014. One 29-minute-long track. My, my very first note of this is just, LOL, insane bucket posse. Oh, yes. I looked, I was typing it in and I was like, did you know Carnival of Carnage is an insane clown posse album? <laughs> because that's like the first thing that pops up when you type in Carnival of, it's not available on Spotify, this one. Ah. No, it's, I mean, I, I wrote, uh, this is like if ICP made a Buckethead album. Uh-huh. And it's, it, it, it's amazing. I actually really liked this one. I, I thought it was really cool this album. and yeah. weird. This is honestly one of my favorite pikes so far. I'd probably put it at number two or three. It's it's a very unique sounding mm-hmm. one, which like and it really has its own vibe. And it really did remind me of like ICP. <laughs> like yeah, and mean, not just because it sounds like carnival music sometimes, but because like just the vibe of it and like 
the the speed of the tracks like i could literally like hear rapping over this like you you could make that into a thing for sure. yeah and plus it's just wait, wait. Of, yeah to be clear we don't like insane clown posse we, right? i'm a fan i of both insane. spencer and i yeah. do i'm a fan of insane clown posse we do yeah. i i like, do not we do categorically do not i do. like them i think they're pretty fun i think they're pretty good i uh especially since like you know they have allied themselves with antifa I roll deep with fucking ICP. Like I have, I have straight up like marched with juggalos last summer, like, you know, shoulder to shoulder comrades abreast fighting against racial injustice with some real motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. And they all listen to the clown. They were all down with the clown. Perhaps I'm not, but I'm down with those who are tight. Sure. Fair. Antifa, great. I I'm talking more about the music of Insane Clown Posse. Can't do it. I'm mean, like not it. feeling it. I mean, uh, you don't you don't really do drugs, but I'd recommend that because that would help in your understanding. <laughs> ah, yes. Of ICP, mm-hmm. really. It's uh, and Fago induced diabetes oh yes oh, like, yes some yes, fago yes. red drink and a handful of like mushrooms and whatever pills you can steal from your aunt that's what icp is all about have you guys tried fago i've not yeah. oh yeah, it's yeah. okay their their root beer is not bad i like yeah. their root beer the uh the falafel place i go to a lot always offers um uh fago root beer it's one of their choices. Oh, they have Fago root beer, so cool. and they also have like this uh, uh, Hawaiian punch drink that's honestly mad good. Mm-hmm. Have you had that? Hawaiian one? punch yeah. itself is mad good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, like... I haven't had it since I was a child, but I bet it is good. <laughs> well, yeah, th- this falafel place has like this kind of like cut rate, like generic Hawaiian punch in a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super good. It's made by Shasta. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. it is a Shasta. I haven't tried Nick that. Nasty. Yeah. Coming at you. And at you. Uh, I, I felt this album did a really good job sounding like a carnival. It was yeah, fun. Absolutely. Uh, maybe it would get played at like a spooky Halloween carnival or like an instrumental Nightmare Before Christmas exhibit with like, like the moving animatronic characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. Uh, do you think the different sections were meant to simulate being on different rides? I, I, I felt like it almost told a story. And honestly, mm-hmm. like coming in here, for some reason, I, I this definitely gave me um like uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory type vibes, uh-huh. uh, and so you know it was kind of set in my head from early on like this is a story about like children coming into like a carnival that's a lot different than what they think it is. Um, this is the story of a girl who uh, cried a river. Red River drown the world. And though she looks so red in photographs, photographs. Yeah. love her when, when she, she smiles. When she smiles. <laughs> that was perfect harmony. Yeah, we did so good. That was Dan harmony. We, do, we should do more songs <laughs> on here. Uh, songs all the time. Um, this one really sounded to me like the uh, soundtrack for like a 3D platformer um, for like the PlayStation 2. <laughs> something like that like a like a ratchet and clank like a like one of those type of guys oh you you know what i think it'd be great for is a game a standalone game for uh remember that that clown with the flaming head on um on twisted metal, metal uh yeah yeah uh sweet tooth sweet tooth sweet tooth yeah. yeah if he had his own standalone <laughs> game 
Carnival. Yeah, of wow. That's yeah. uh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but that would just How be come pretty he good. Doesn't have his own stable. Right? We like, don't let's, we, we, <laughs> there there's there's some interesting video that. game history on <laughs> exactly like how Twisted Metal as a franchise worked. And basically like after Twisted Metal Black, I think, like everything went super downhill, like another studio took it over and everything went straight to shit. I want I want a game with that guy who's like got two wheels between like yeah on each side of the Ac- Axel yeah Axel 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 Rose yeah yes oh yeah played by Axel Rose absolutely yeah. played by Axel Rose yes what if what if Axel Rose did enter and win um uh, the twisted metal competition what do you think his one wish would be um uh probably okay. some, I was I was guessing like stick tribal tats. <laughs> I think you can already get those. Like, what what do you get for a man who has everything? Like, what would Axl Rose want that he doesn't already have? Ooh, a, a sequel to November Rain. Oh, no, November Sun. Use <laughs> the next day. <laughs> Use your illusions, part three and four. Don't those exist? I thought there's only parts one. I think two. there's only two. Yeah, I, I thought the two. first one was called Volume One and Two, and the second one was called Volume Three and Four. No. Because they were both double albums. We're just uh, dudes who kind of know something a little bit about Guns N' Roses. Uh, oh, no. I guess it was just one or two. Yeah. Oh, do you think he would actually wish for Chinese democracy? Oh, and then they did use No, definitely not. He doesn't actually care about that. Oh, and then they did two live albums on Use Your Illusion. That's... Or like snooze your illusion. Civil War was dumb, right? Uh, yeah. You mean the knocking on heaven's door remix? Yes, it was bad. Yeah. I, I say I say this in judgment, but I also, uh, as a non-musician, can't can't do anything cool like that. So, uh, you know, good good job, Axel. Good job, Axel Rose. And who, who's who am I missing? Axel Duff slash Izzy. Izzy. And Izzy the drum, is the, the drummer. bassist. Uh, drummer. I thought yeah. Duff McKagan was the bassist. He was the other guitarist. Izzy was. No, yeah, yeah. I, I love in the Seattle airport. They, they, yeah. They're like, hey, oh. it's Duff McKagan. So that is my favorite thing in the whole world. <laughs> I've actually brought it up to Britt the other day. Yeah. Uh, I was like, that is. The best fucking thing. Um, I okay. So, in for those who are unaware, in the Seattle airport, they 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 do like a PA system thing where they have like people from Seattle, like that are notable, say things. And one of the, like one of those people, I think, is like Eddie Vedder, and like another one is Izzy, not Izzy Stradlin, but D- uh, Duff, Duff McKagan. McKagan. And Duff McKagan is like, hey guys. This is Guns N' Roses' Duff McKagan here to remind you to not leave your bags unattended at the airport. <laughs> and remember, it, it, I love it so if much. You it, see it's, something, it's like shockingly weird. Say something. Yeah, uh, it, it's like it's so funny because like it's just like dun dun, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, this is Duff McKagan, and you're like, I'm the bassist no one wants to hear from. Oh yeah. Is he still with Guns N' Roses? Does Guns N' Roses still no. exist? Yeah, they do, and no, he's not. Uh, Dufford McKagan. I don't think he is, actually. He might, because... Uh, he is not with Guns N' Roses. He plays... I think he has a solo band now. 
he he does around here. They played at the market a little while ago. Uh, he also has like a cover band, and I forget who they cover. You should you should go and yell like play that airport track. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Um, let's see other things. Uh, there's like a clip clop sound in the, the last album here. Uh, maybe it's a horse pedal. Um, <laughs> it's probably a horse pedal. Good deduction there. <laughs> Did you guys talk about that when I like, wasn't listening when you were talking about pedals? No, definitely not. But I I'm here for, for this. Yes. Here for it. Um, no, Duff McKagan is once again, a member of, of Guns N' Roses. We're a, current, a current member? Current member, yep. Did they get back together? As of 20, uh, 2016, both him and Slasher members again, yeah. Wow, amazing. Mm-hmm. Dizzy Reed. So they had a guy named Izzy and a guy named Dizzy in the band. Confusing. At one point. At the same time? At the well, same time. D- Dizzy plays keyboards, though, yeah. so he doesn't matter. Yeah, so like <laughs> Izzy played guitar and Dizzy played, re- played drums. No, sorry, played keyboard. I keep wanting to say... Dizzy played Reed. Dizzy played guitar. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah. Yeah, Matt Sorum. That's the drummer for Guns and Roses. Matt Sorum. Was. Not anymore. It's not a cool rock star name like Duff McKagan. Matt yeah. Sorum. Yeah, he doesn't sound very cool. And he looks like the he looks like uh the guy from the offspring. Like oh yeah, noodles. Yeah, well, he looks like the the other guy, Dexter Morgan or whatever. Dexter Holland. <laughs> Drink Gringo Bandito hot sauces. Dexter Imagine Holland. okay, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Imagine the show Dexter, but instead of being about like Dexter, it's about you know Dexter Holland from The Offspring, and he murders people on tour. He murders pedophiles on tour with the offspring. This is not a good pitch. At I would all. watch that show, okay? And then he makes hot sauce and he puts posts on the internet that's like, "Hey, it's easy on your butthole. Don't worry about it." Oh, but what if he makes hot sauce out of the people he kills? Oh, it's tight. Oh, uh, is, is this a thing? Does he actually make hot sauce? Why, why is hot sauce part of this? Gringo oh. Bandito hot yeah, sauce. Yeah, Gringo Bandito hot sauce. What? What are you talking about? Uh, I've never heard of it. You gotta get it. Whoa, you've never heard of Dexter Holland from the Offspring's Hot Sauce Company? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sorry. Wow. Jesus. Okay, well, I mean, I think we're pretty much done here. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Hey, Spencer. Yeah. Beck, you know what I think it's time for? Listener mail? Almost. Something like that. Yeah. I think it's time for a little... Let uh, me open this letter here. I got got a letter. Um, From the well, since uh, Beck doesn't listen to the podcast very much, why don't you explain uh, statements to the uh, from the bucket vote for him? All right, Beck, this is the part of the show where we talk about the bucket warriors, the bucket bots out there, the people talking about stuff, the people commenting on our, you know, Lord and Savior BH's art. And, uh, and, 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 and drawing attention to him in the world by discussion, right? So we, we like to share excerpts of, you know, the things that they talk about and, you know, shine a light, if you will, right? So 
you know, uh, we, we mostly just talk about YouTube comments. <laughs> Anyways. This is a segment? This is a segment. <laughs> That's a stretch. It's it's not. No, it's it's actually a really fantastic segment, usually. Yeah, it's it's, oh, okay. it's pretty good. I mean, so today, I'm not going to lie, our pickings were slim. Uh, the... The albums in question did not have a lot of views on YouTube, thus meaning not a lot of comments. But there's some interesting stuff here and there. YouTube user Cheapex Alvarado says, four years ago, I am on a mission here. Buckethead rules. I want to know what their mission is. I think it's a missionary a position. Mission from God. <laughs> a missionary position from God. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think God fucks in the missionary position? I think God fucks us all like at the same time, all the time, right? Because he's listening to all our prayers and watching us jerk off and shit. Like he's a kinky motherfucker. God is an awesome God. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's we're not the only one who wondered about you know this 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 person's mission because Brian Bertrand says, "I am here to join your mission, sir, Buckethead." does indeed rule nobody knows what the mission is it's the missionary position yeah <laughs> it's these two it's two the bros want to like get down looking each other mm-hmm. straight in the eye one of them either frocking or just like uh, maybe docking or uh docking like docking <laughs> docking like docking with two k's yeah <laughs> docking with two k's and only one of them with foreskin baby you know what i'm saying no no mm. Uh, uh, docking. Do you know what docking is? I know exactly what docking is. We're it, not talking. Why don't you docking. explain it to the <laughs> listeners who don't know what it is, brother? <laughs> docking like docking. Uh, you know, I, there's something to be said for joining a mission if you don't know what it, the mission is about, mm-hmm. right? I, I like. I'm. I'm. I'm just spitballing here, but I imagine that their mission is pro- probably has something to do with spreading the good word, spreading the news, the great news. Of our Lord and Savior Buckethead. Spreading them cheeks. Here's a mission question for you guys. Like, when you buy Juanita's chips, uh-huh. uh, Spencer's favorite late night snack, as we learned. Indeed. Um, um, what, it says, like, mission-style chips, right? What does that mean? Uh, Missionary position style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the missionary impossible. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what it's called when you're too fat to be on top of someone for sex. Fuck. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's what we call a Vinnie Paul. Oh, no, that's what we call snorting coke in the Golden Royal bathroom. <laughs> that's true. Well, I mean, a Vinnie Paul can be more than one thing. Like, you can who's, snort... Who's Vinnie Paul? Uh, the drummer for Pantera Damage Plan and... Um, hell hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. We, we, hell yeah is a band hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah, hell yeah. It, it's one word hell yeah there's no space between what, two words. and it's all in caps with an exclamation point as well hell yeah they're not good right like I, I don't trust <laughs> that a Pantera musician would be uh, a good band uh, uh, let, let, tell, us, tell us what you think that band is, is about um, I, I think it's like a, it's not protest rock it's like um uh, I, I see it as as like empowerment rock, but it sucks. Okay. It's like people people who like Tony Robbins listen to this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's more like a barbecue metal. 
or like, like a uh, metallic A. Or it's like it's like um uh like a firefighter training music. Yeah. Like if you're like training to become a firefighter, maybe you would listen to this shit. I don't know. It's like generic masculine rock, mm-hmm. I guess. I like I, I'm learning so much about music tonight. There's been like we've talked bald metal and like <laughs> like barbecue metal. Uh-huh. Barbecue um, metal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Barbecue metal. Barbecue metal and bald metal are not too far off from one another. They're not like I would say that an artist could be both bald metal and barbecue metal, but they yeah. they can also be their own thing. And as much like Five Finger Death Punch is actually both, I believe. They are, and they are also Walmart metal, which is another. And, thing. Yes. and also, also like military rock. So hell yeah, definitely crosses over into Walmart metal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't quite say that they're military rock. I would say that they have a lot of fans who are in the military. True. But they're not military rock in the sense that like Five Finger Death Punch is. Right, a hundred percent. Like they're they don't make like songs overtly about like support the troops. Like <gasps> this next one is called Support the Troops Six Six Six. Like they don't have any songs <laughs> like that. I like that song though. Like, continue that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What is like, like? Here's something I was thinking about the other day. I was doing a crossword, and USO came up on there. Like, like the support the troops. Is you? Do people still do USO tours? Yeah, as far as I know. No. I mean, it's not as big it, of a thing when like war was popular, but uh, fucking Lieutenant Dan still does USO with Lieutenant Dan band all over the world. He's not doing a favor. Like nobody wants to watch Lieutenant Dan Band. I'd fucking go see Gary Sinise perform just because. Would you? Yeah, if I was like in the military and fucking nowhere, like, and they're like, "Hey, you want to go see Gary Sinise?" He's or, like, like stare at the desert. Yeah, he's, I guess, he's like if he's those literally are the options. only other guy from America who's not in the military <laughs> here. Like, yeah, it's yeah. either that or we could continue shooting guns, like. Yeah, it could be worse. Lieutenant Dan Band. Lieutenant Dan Band. Um, we got some ominous stuff here. User Kong says three years ago, Doom. Well, this is <laughs> this is why we got uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought about making that joke. I, I waited for you to do it. Thank you. That's my gift to you. Gee, oh, it's no longer your birthday here on this coast, though. Well, too hey. bad. It still is here. Yeah, it still is here. Hey, what's the best birthday gift you've gotten so far? Uh, you haven't gotten my gifts, obviously. They're good. What you're supposed to say is uh, another gift in life from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so actually the best gift uh, I got is remembering that my birthday falls on the day that Margaret Thatcher died. <laughs> What a gift, indeed! It really—it's a gift that keeps on giving. Every year, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. reminded on my birthday that Margaret Thatcher has perished, and I'm like, "Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah!" You ever afraid she's going to come back like Jesus? Uh, no. <laughs> no, and she is risen. Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, she's risen indeed. <laughs> uh YouTube user GS says four years ago. I wonder who the one guy is who is doing a thumbs down on all of the BH videos on here. That was me. It was potentially Brit. 
That, that was definitely me. Another come user, me another internet. Another user posits it was Slash. Uh, <laughs> that's also a possibility. Throwing shade. Imagine Slash being so petty. Imagine him being jealous of Buckethead. Yeah, like at all. So. Like, I don't think. Yeah, that's even remotely a thing. We've talked about this a bit before. There seems to be this imagined rivalry among like Buckethead fans that like Buckethead and Slash are like rivals in some way, mm-hmm. which like they're they're definitely not. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> like they at don't all. Care. Yeah. Do you think there's fan fiction about Buckethead? Like because he's kind of this mythical oh. character. Oh wow, that's you're asking a heavy question right now. Hey, do y'all know what uh, Slash's um, uh, pronouns are? Snake and Pit. <laughs> I was gonna say I like that. I was gonna say he slash him. <laughs> oh, slash! I get it. That's comedy. <laughs> Somebody slashed you. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a mask drop. Uh, Okay, one sec. It's party time. P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Here's a a much better one. Hold on to your lug nuts. It's time for an overhaul. Oh, well, that one's on repeat. Yeah, it, it it is a little bit better. Um, th- wow, this is just a picture of a street sign, and it's a, a one of the street signs is circled in red, and it says Durst Avenue. That's not what I meant to open, but I'm happy that it did. It's pretty good. That's not a statement from any bucket void. That's a sta- statement from the biscuit void. That's true. That's a different podcast. That you should probably start. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I guess I should just start a new metal. Getting podcast. limp a biscuit cast. Uh, <laughs> getting good. limp a middle age cast. <laughs> <laughs> a blue choose cast. Uh, oh my god, let's do an episode about limp biscuit and pretend to be sponsored by a by a boner pill company, and we'll call it getting limp a biscuit cast. And then we'll keep doing interludes to like how our boners need help from this like but, fake boner drug. But it has to be like Rhino sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gas station. We have to pills. we have to like go to the gas stations and find like the most like ridiculously named one. Yeah, I really like Rhino sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. Rhino X sixty nine. Oh yeah, I think it was good. So so I I looked this up. Have you guys found the site uh, of unbelievably cool buckethead stories? Yes. Do you, do you not understand like the level of research I've done here? Like this is uh, our... well, I was I was looking up Buckethead fan fiction and I kind of stumbled upon. It. This is a uh, we're twenty seven episodes in. Yeah, Beck. we uh, we are seasoned bucket experts. Yeah, uh, have you guys talked about how he likes the stripes on the KFC bucket? Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, YouTube user, now this person has a really great name, and we're going to talk about their name. Uh, YouTube user Dick Charvel says, two years ago, I'm missing cartilage in my knee, but at least I got tickets to the carnival. So, <laughs> do, do you think he sold his, his cartilage to get the tickets? <laughs> that'd be, 
<laughs> yeah, can you sell your cartilage like you can like uh, in Oregon? In Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm a donor. What for? The Oregon Trail. <laughs> that was... More like the Oregon Trial. Yeah. yeah. The Amazon Trail, though. I was thinking about oh. uh, trial mix, my idea the other day. It's, so... it's, it's, it's just like cr- the crunchiest stuff. It's like it's made for people to, to eat while they're watching a trial. Like so, so it's like crackers that say objection <laughs> and sustained. <laughs> What is, what are the crunchiest foods? Uh, it, does it uh, include uh, peanutive damages? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that actually. That's that's good stuff. That's a good bubbly too. I like yeah. that flavor. The peach ginger is outstanding. I have consumed like half a gallon of liquids since I've been sitting here for this podcast. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, there's, not not as much as you, but yeah, still, there's like, like yeah, this there's giant so pile many of cans, cans. so many cans by you. It is like really something. Um, yeah, you know, I'll be honest, dudes. That's all I got for today. There's not. That's a lot totally cool. We've got three hours and eleven minutes so far of content. Hey, three eleven, baby. Original. You got to come original. Uh, DMX update. He's still alive. That's what I saw. I saw. Yeah, that's good. That's good. 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 We wish you the best, DMX. We do. Yeah, DMX, we got you, buddy. Yes. Rough Riders for life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to wrap this bad boy up? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Thanks for having me on, dudes. Oh, yeah. Thanks dude. for hanging out. This has been a, a real jam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks. We're not, not quite done yet here. Britt, where can we uh, follow you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at the Queer Goth, uh, and also uh, anywhere else uh, you can find links and shit on um, gettinghead.biz. Where can uh, I find you, Spencer? Uh, I am at New Metal Karate Society on Instagram, and I, I post the jokes. Jokes, you know, quote unquote. <laughs> I don't think our, our listeners here can, can see your air quotes. That's why I said quote unquote. And, I know, uh, I like that. About, about you, brother, if we're uh, look, looking to find more about you, where, where can we find that? Hit me up on the Instagram uh, at Bextra. Cool. Yeah. Hey, this has been Britt. And this has been Spencer. And this has been Beck. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucketheads. Namaste, baby.